Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. This is Faith Under Fire, our Thursday news feature on Family Life. I'm Greg Gillespie, and with the new year, I'm honored to be your new host for Faith Under Fire. Today's guest is attorney Matt Smith, senior counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF represented website designer Lori Smith, who sued the Colorado Civil Rights Division over a state law which raises First Amendment considerations. Matt, the Supreme Court heard oral arguments on the case in December. Tell us where the case stands now. Lori Smith is a graphic artist and website designer and owner of 303 Creative in Colorado. And she serves people from all walks of life, um, but only takes specific projects that uh, align with her beliefs and values. And so when she learned that Colorado was going to force her to do websites celebrating same-sex weddings, she filed a lawsuit challenging Colorado's unlawful actions that were forcing her to speak a message and celebrate an event that violated her beliefs. Lori saw what had happened to Jack Phillips, the Colorado cake baker, who had a case that went all the way to the Supreme Court. And rather than waiting to be dragged into court, just like Jack was, she had no choice but to challenge the law and made its way all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, not every business has to accept every customer. What's your sense of why Christian businesses seem to be the primary focus of these kinds of legal actions? Yeah, well, I think there's a strong effort to force people who disagree on issues like same-sex marriage and others to punish them for holding different beliefs. And as I mentioned, we've seen that play out with Jack Phillips, where he's now in his third lawsuit where he's been dragged into court. And the individual suing him said that if this case was thrown out, they would turn around and sue Jack again. And so Lori, seeing this, is hopeful that her case will be a strong victory from the U.S. Supreme Court, affirming that no government official can force anyone, uh, Christian, non-Christian, whatever their beliefs, to support a cause or speak a message that violates their beliefs. Obviously, nobody appreciates discrimination, but there is a core constitutional issue of freedom of expression of religion and freedom of speech. How does the court decide between applying a law and applying the Constitution? What, what trends have we seen in courts across the country, and particularly the Supreme Court? Well, I think what was so troubling in Lori's case is that a lower court said what Lori does is free speech. They acknowledge that her creative website design is protected by the First Amendment, but nonetheless took the position that Colorado can override her First Amendment rights and how it applies its non-discrimination law. And we think that's why the U.S. Supreme Court took this case, and we are hopeful that they are going to affirm that any such laws must always give way to the First Amendment, that the First Amendment is our highest law on the land, and it puts a strict limit on the government's ability to force any of us to speak a message that we disagree with. So, for example, a win for Lori would also protect the right of an LGBT website designer who didn't want to be required to create a website criticizing same-sex marriage. Or it would also protect, for example, a Democrat speechwriter from being required to draft speeches for the Republican Party. All of these are protected by the First Amendment, and that's ultimately what Lori is standing for in this case, is that every government official must respect the constitutional rights of artists, of really every American, to speak freely without fear of government punishment. We're talking with Matt Sharp, a senior counsel with ADF. 
It can be tricky to prejudge what the eventual ruling may be, but as you look at it, what sticks out from the way the Supreme Court justices' questioning happened? Yeah, I think there were, there were two things that really jumped out at the oral arguments, which we thought went very, very well. Number one, the justices were asking a lot of hypotheticals. They're sort of testing the outer limits of what a ruling for Lori would be. And so they were asking situations such as a newspaper. Could a, a newspaper be forced to print wedding announcements if it didn't want to? And we all took that as a good sign because the court was recognizing that if it ruled for Colorado, if it ruled that the government can override citizens' free speech rights, that could have huge implications, not just for individuals like Lori or Jack Phillips, but for media organizations, for countless others. The second, we saw a great quote from Justice Gorsuch, where he really narrowed in on the issue of this case. He asked the question, or made the point, with Lori, it's never about the who, it's about the what. Lori serves everyone. She has served LGBT individuals and will continue to do so. But as an artist, Lori always looks at what is she being asked to express? What is the core message, the core idea, the core cause that she is being asked to express through her website and graphic design? And if it's something that conflicts with her beliefs, Lori, like any other artist, simply can't create it. And so Justice Gorsuch rightfully went to the point to say, it's not about the who. This is not about denying anyone access to goods and services based on any characteristic. Rather, it's about ensuring that no one can be forced to speak a message or support a cause or idea that violates their deepest beliefs and convictions. So the Supreme Court's ruling on the stance of the First Amendment and the freedoms it provides and the restrictions it puts on government, any uh, anticipation of when a ruling is likely to come from the justices? We expect the court will likely rule sometime later in spring 2023, perhaps in May or June. And again, we're simply hoping the court will affirm what the law already is, that the government doesn't have the power to censor, silence, or coerce anyone when it comes to messages that they disagree with. Matt, let me give you just a quick opportunity to speak about ADF and the work you do so that folks can know about that, pray for you, and be watching for for your continued involvement on these important issues. Well, Alliance Defending Freedom, we're the, the world's largest nonprofit legal organization dedicated to defending religious liberty, free speech, life, and marriage and family. And every case we do, including Lori's case that went all the way to the Supreme Court, we do free of charge. We don't charge Lori anything to take these cases. People believe in what we're standing for, believe in the causes that our clients are fighting for, and that agree with us that our Constitution protects our right to freely live out our faith and our beliefs and our values without fear of government punishment. So they can learn more about Alliance Defending Freedom at our website, adflegal.org, where they can read more about Lori's case and how they can join us in standing for everyone's freedom to speak and live freely. Thank you for being our guest today on Family Life Radio. Thank you for having me. Attorney Matt Sharp is senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom. That advocacy group led Lori Smith's case, 303 Creative versus Elenis. Aubrey Elenis is the director of Colorado's Civil Rights Division. It went from district court to the Court of Appeals, then to oral arguments in the Supreme Court of the United States in December. Our Faith Under Fire feature airs Thursdays on Family Life's Noon Report and is available to be heard and shared anytime from our news podcast page. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.